You're listening to Brayden Talks About, where Brayden and his mom sit down to talk about whatever's on his mind this week. Now here's your hosts, Brayden and Keely Reason. So this past week, I started seeing promotions for the new Amazon original, The Tomorrow War. It stars Chris Pratt and Yvonne Strafowski. I actually don't know how to say her last name. I do not know. So um, we know Chris Pratt from things like... He's in The Guardians of the Galaxy as Star-Lord. He is in the Lego movie as Emmett. All right. This I did not know. Trip pointed that out while we were watching the movie. Oh, yeah. He was in Onward. He was the brother, Barley Lightwood. Um, he was actually also in Jurassic World as Owen Grady. Oh, okay. I don't. I do not know. So who that is. obviously, he is the biggest star in the movie. But yeah. I really wanted to see it because also of the co-star Yvonne Strahovski. <laughs> um, she played Sarah in the show Chuck and that was a good show that your dad and I really like to watch so I really wanted to see her in it Um, and I was a little confused why in their trailers and everything they weren't listing anybody else in that movie at all except for Chris Pratt so obviously Amazon was super excited to have him Uh, we do want to give you a little disclaimer that we're going to give away movie spoilers if you haven't watched it you don't want to be spoiled then we recommend you skip this podcast and come back to it after you have had a chance to, you know, actually watch it. Okay, so Brayden, tell us a little bit about the premise of the movie, The Tomorrow War. So Dan Forrester, a.k.a. Chris Pratt, um, is put in a fight from the future. Uh, like 30 years in the future, is it? I think it was a little bit more than that, right, Corbin? Like in the 60s? I think it was only about 30 years. Oh, was it 30 years? Yeah. Um, so how did... Okay, so it's a war from the future. How do we even learn about this war? What what was going on at the beginning of the movie? So... Like, they're, they're watching a, a show yeah, on TV, right? they were watching right? like, some soccer um, game. And then... The, it's like ball of blueness or something just pops up and these people walk out and they're like we need your help in a war we need you to fight for us we we can't do this yeah they were talking about how they needed uh they're from the future they needed the people that lived in that time to come and help them because they're down to how many people uh, did it say? Uh-huh, 500,000, yeah. which is very few people on planet Earth. It may sound like a lot, but it's very little. Yeah, it's a teeny amount, especially so, compared to their enemy. what they ended up doing is they were drafting people from that time period into the war. How long was their draft? Um, For an entire week. Yeah, only seven days. They had to be in... The- that were for at least a week. Yeah, it was only seven days. So the way it worked was there was like a portal of some kind that allowed them to time jump from their day to a day in the future. Yeah. And they could do this every seven days because the aliens they were going to fight have some sort of rest period yeah. on the seventh day. So uh, 
you know, time's going on. Obviously, they're losing the war. And eventually, Dan Forrester is, he is um, drafted. He has a daughter. He has a wife. His wife wants him to go and get his dad, whom we can only assume he's estranged from, to help him get the little tracker device off his wrist. So what happens when that takes place? That was like really early in the movie and it's been an entire day. I really do not remember. Uh, well, All basically know- he goes to his father to help him and then they have a little fight and he leaves. But it's important we know about the father because later on he, he's important, right? Yeah. So essentially he goes to the future to help. Who does he end up helping? Um, His daughter. His daughter. Her, and, and that's Yvonne Strah. Roski. Her name is Muri in the movie. Yeah. And so basically he goes there to help his daughter. She she brings him there specifically, doesn't she? Yeah. So do you think it's kind of crazy that she brought him there and just knew that he was going to be able to make it through the aliens? Like there was no special provision made for him whatsoever. And how she knows that is because he actually was in the army. He was in the military at one point. Yeah. I guess she knew that he was going to be able to make it. Yeah. Okay, so is uh, what did you like about the movie? What are some things you liked? Um, There was a lot I liked. Especially how well they did the enemy. Because... I would not have liked the movie as much if they, like, really hyped up these enemies and then they were, like, crap-looking. But they did a really good job making them. Yeah, the aliens, what what were they calling them? They were the White Spikes. The White Spikes. These aliens definitely were kind of scary. I'm I'm glad you're older now because I think you probably would have been pretty scared of them maybe Mm -hmm. a year or two ago. So that is a little... Um, information for parents of younger kids. Definitely, if you have children that get a little scared, um, you know, you might not want them to see these creatures. Yeah, you do not want to watch this movie until they're a little older. Yeah. So tell me some other things you liked. Um, just how the production came together. Um, with like all the suspension, action fighting scenes and then like some of the times where white spikes just came out of nowhere and like cornered them or something right so i was talking about this with your dad earlier some of the things that i liked uh for one and again this is a kid's podcast but i do want to throw this out here to parents is that i really liked that there was not a lot of there was not a love interest in this movie which a lot of times these war movies, they have like this love interest that becomes like the theme relationship in the movie. And because yep. this was a dad with his daughter, that wasn't even a, a factor. Um, I would say that, you know, I really liked that they did not like uh, the the girl who plays Muri and other shows she's been in. They've usually made her dress in such a way that is a little more revealing in this one, they didn't. She was actually a, a colonel, yeah. and she was well-respected. I really liked how they treated her as as a leader. 
as a female in the movie and that the relationship between her and her father, not even one hint of like, ooh, she's pretty and I might like her. I mean, it was like immediately made known that this is his daughter. Yeah. What are some things you didn't like about the movie? Um, The main thing and one of the only things that I didn't really like about that movie was when they were going out into the war and they were doing the time jump. The CGI of them, like, flying up into the time-jumping thing, it was just so bad. Like, oh, yeah? it looked like they did, like, stop motion or something. Like, re- really bad stop motion. Yeah, you guys are so much more, um, care so much more about, like, the production aspect of movies than I do. Although I grew up, you know, in the 80s where movie production was pretty terrible, so... I wouldn't consider most of the production of this movie to be awful. The one thing I didn't like, though, is I was confused. So we hinted at this at the beginning of the podcast that um, Dan Forrester was brought back by his daughter, Muri, to help save them and, and save the war, essentially by giving him a toxin to go and kill the aliens before the war ever even starts. And I think that what I didn't like was they made it sound like he, he kept saying, I'm going to come back for you. I'm not leaving you here to die. Well, if he stops the war, if this is a future thing, what? how is this even like something to be played into? But he really made it to be this big deal. What are your thoughts, Corbin? I think that was just him being dumb. He obviously was never going to be able to make it back. But what was he going to do? That My question was, is he going to bring this adult Muri home when he has 10-year-old Muri at his house? I I never did understand that. They already said that wasn't possible, but really I think they. it's not like the movie was saying it was possible. The movie was saying he doesn't want to leave his daughter behind to get mauled alive by these monsters. I completely get it. I do. I just, I didn't like this because it did make it sound like he was, he was like... I'm not leaving you here to die. I'm coming back for you. Like, obviously, the lady's going to die. The only way to save her now, go back, kill the aliens. <laughs> what do you think, Brayden? Um, like about the whole I'm going to come back for you thing? Yeah. I don't really think much about it. Like, it was just a another thing that was thrown in there. Just to well, add it was more kind stuff. of it was kind of the um, okay. So this was the reason that he was able to recruit the people to go with him into Russia or wherever this aliens ship was, uh, because he was like, "I want to save my daughter." You know, never mind that all of humanity and everyone's children's at risk here. It was like his daughter was was the thing. It was definitely his why. Okay, anything else? Any other thoughts about, you know, the movie? Did, didn't like, recommendations, things like that? Um, definitely was a very good movie. Um, but sometimes it is the kind of movie that you would have to, like, replay a few times to really understand what's going on. Oh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think we could definitely rewatch it and catch a little bit more uh, the next go round. 
Um, I will say that there was something really, there was something I did like about this movie, and that is, is that there was some dialogue between the characters that answered questions and pointed out things that you may not have, like, picked up on if they hadn't told you. Like, for example, uh, they get recruited, and the main character, Dan, he's sitting there with his other character, and he says, all right, have you noticed that pretty much everyone here is 40 and up? And he's like, yeah. He said, well, I really think, you know, and everybody leading us, they're young. They're younger than 40. He's like, I think we're not in the future. I think they're choosing us based on whether or not we are still alive in the future. And uh, with 500,000 people on Earth left in 30 years, you know, it's probably pretty much most of them isn't going to be there. So... I did think that was kind of neat. They they explained a lot. They didn't just leave a ton of stuff up to interpretation. I mean, when they were uh when they were drafting him, they said that he would that he followed the procedures because he would die in 7 years. So they kind of right. hinted at that when he was getting drafted, but then they really they went ahead it out. and sp- yeah, and I like that about it because it does help you. Sometimes, you you know, the directors, they try to, like, make things. It's not super-duper obvious, and then you're sitting here going, wait, what? So I liked that about it. Um, and they also hinted before they got the jump, whatever, what they were going to be facing. One of the characters asked, uh, so can we at least see what we're looking at? You know, can we see what we're seeing or whatever and they're like um basically it'd be too scary so we never showed anyone (laughs) yeah like nobody would want to come like i would not want to come if i had seen uh the white spikes before i was going to go in i'll be like um i'll pass well i kind of laugh at this anyway obviously it's a very bleak future if the people are saying there's only 500,000 of us left and we need your help. Like, no one wanted to go anyway, so. Yeah, they just drafted them. They just drafted them, yeah. They don't, Didn't they have don't much even choice. be like, hey, who wants to go fight a war? Nobody. Right. All right, guys. Well, that was our kind of review on The Tomorrow War. It just came out. So it's on Amazon. You can, if you don't have Amazon, sign up for it. You can watch it that way. And next week, we'll come back and start talking about some of the cities we visited on vacation. Yeah, I wanted to do this in between because I'm like, I'll forget this by the time we're done with the vacation. (laughs) It's true. I need to record this episode. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.